Overflow Beyond the Music is a podcast hosted by musician and pastor Josh McCabe and takes a deep dive into the life of artists, into topics of faith, family, and seasons of struggle. This podcast is presented by Overflow Ministries Group. For more information about Overflow Ministries Group, visit overflowgroup.org. And for more information about our host, his music project Caves, and much more, visit overflowbtm.com. Now here's our host, Josh McCabe, with today's episode. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Overflow Beyond the Music. I am your host, Josh McCabe. It's good to be back with you. Uh, I hope wherever you're at, you're doing well. I hope you are enjoying life to the fullness of which we're, we're able to, uh, the fullness of which we're able to enjoy it too right now. And uh, yeah, times are weird, but we are we're slugging it out just like we're slugging out another episode right here and uh super excited about our guest today phil joel you'll know him from the newsboys from his own solo project um and also his band zealand so you will definitely uh love our conversation that we had um one of the best interviews i've had to date and i just i have so much respect for this guy just so kind um use my name in conversation which is a huge thing because i can't remember the names of um yeah, I, I'm bad with names. And the fact that he would constantly just remember and use my name, and it was like we were sitting down having coffee. So I was really appreciative of that. And he took the time and uh, to have this interview. And he was in New Zealand at the time. We talked a little bit about that as we start. And you'll really enjoy that. But just before we get into that, a couple really uh, important things. Social media is where you can find clips of our episodes, stuff you can share. So make sure you follow us at OverflowBTM on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's OverflowBTM. Make sure you click that follow button. Make sure you give it a a like, a share whenever you see stuff posted. We really appreciate that. Also, you can follow me online. My Instagram handle is at Josh McCaves. So that's at um, Josh M-C-C-A-V-E. E-S? Josh McCaves, I think. I don't know. Um, but search Josh McCaves and you'll find me. And I uh, would love to follow you. love to keep the conversation going and just uh, and get to know some of our listeners a little bit. That obviously means a huge amount to, uh, to connect with you guys personally. So please do that. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you click that subscribe button so that you can be updated to when we have new episodes. Well, that's enough for me. Uh, let's get into our conversation with Phil Joel of the Newsboys, Zealand Worship, and his latest solo project called Better Than I Found It. And leading us into the podcast is a clip from that song, Better Than I Found It. Here we are, Josh McCabe, your host on Overflow Beyond the Music. So I am in downtown Auckland, New Zealand right now, in a hotel room, in a hotel. And um, now we've got a nice little corner situation. So out this window, see if we can see, um, see that there, that's called the sky tower. So people will bungee jump off that. So periodically I hear screaming Ah!" and down they go. Perfect, amazing. And then out this window, out this window, we have, oh, that's me. Uh, we have the Auckland City Harbour. Oh, that's beautiful. And 
And we have um, the America's Cup is racing, is going on right now. And so we have the yachts, all the sailboats, super speedy, super tech, high tech sailboats planted down there. And uh, there is an American flag, a British flag, no Canadian flags. Josh. No, I know. And we're part of like the, like we're Commonwealth, like, like brothers and sisters, yeah, I, I think. So I don't know. That we are. Well, your boats aren't fast enough. That's, That's story. Probably the story. That's <laughs> probably the biggest issue there. Um, but hey, well, at least you're in New Zealand where um, you can do things. Um, well, not for another couple of days. We are quarantining for two okay, weeks. Okay. Um, yeah. So you get off the plane and, and that's what happens. And maybe we can talk about that in your in your podcast. Maybe this is the podcast. Are we podcasting? As I think were? I think we're in. I think we're already have started. Um, I, I I always try and think of like a clever way to do an introduction. Um, but I feel like this is a man mm. that needs no introduction. Um, and I say that uh, I say that in like the most uh, humbling of senses because as I was reading today and just kind of going over your your career i'm like oh my goodness i mm. had no time flies you forget how quickly time flies right no doubt so yeah i gotta tell you this um you look exactly the same right now as you did probably oh. i know i know probably 15 Josh, years it ago be, it must be good uh, it must be good lighting in this room. Yeah, something like you know, that. That must be it. Well, I mean, you look right. about exactly the same as you did You're about kind. 15, 18 years ago, maybe when I saw you at Queensway Cathedral on the Thrive yeah. Tour. Yeah, I remember that. You were there, huh? That that what? was Queensway Cathedral is always a good show. It's just something yeah. about that venue. Just like it was close. It was like a big club. Yeah, totally. And it's right downtown. And and then the other one that I've seen you guys at, um, again, growing up and uh, years past, was uh, Canada's Wonderland. Okay, yeah. Was that outdoors? Yeah, the big, uh, yeah, like the theme park, amphitheater, kind of just north of the city of Toronto. Yeah, very nice. Um, Yeah, so it's been been a lot of years, and uh, it's great to catch up with you and, and connect. Thanks, man. It has. It has been a while, and I don't know... Maybe because last year was such a mind warp and a time warp, but uh, you know, yeah. time has, has just become such a weird thing. But I've become more aware of it lately, and maybe like you, um, realizing, wow, that was you know Queensway Cathedral. That was like 15, 18 years ago or something. I don't know, but I'm realizing I've been doing this for a while. It's um, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of just dawning on me, especially because flying here from the U.S. and you know we jump in this little bus and get whisked off to quarantine and um uh the the reason for the trip is i'm playing at a festival here and uh and i've been given this wonderful um place of of uh honor i'm headlining the sunday night which is the closing night so that's very nice um but in in preparing for it i'm going through the set list and trying to you know coming up with how what i want to play i'm like yeah okay well we could play you know we play entertaining angels and then we can do um you know, we could let's do He Reigns as well while we're doing that, and let's do God is Watching Over You from way back then, and let's do, um, you know, I'm just pulling all of this stuff from all of these different things I've been involved with in different time periods, and it just, I don't know, it just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, wow, I have, um, I've been doing this for a while, and I've got a lot of sort of, I've got a body of work to pull from. It's been pretty cool. Well, I think what's cool, um, especially as I got a chance to just listen to some of the tracks off your record, but, uh, you know, I was, uh, what I love about that, that what you just said is that 
you know, you just put out a new uh, solo record that just came out today, I believe. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Super excited. Mm-hmm. And so when people are listening to this, it'll already be out. You'll already be able to get it. But what I, what I think is awesome is that you're releasing new music because I think the temptation can be, you, you said, entertaining angels, God is watching over you, he reigns, go go way yeah. back to the other songs. It can be really tempting to stay in um, a season that felt like it was more fruitful or in hindsight felt more comfortable than trying right. new seasons. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's ignorance or, or what is it, or what it is, but I, I've never really been able to sort of stay in the one place, um, even if it has sort of attained a certain level of success. I just want to keep moving and keep creating different things. Even if it was, you know, even 10 years ago, I decided I'm going to make kids music. I'm going to make two kids records for my, for my kids, you know, yeah. who were pretty young at the time. And I thought, I'll just, just, just do that. Um, and people would say, you know, back then they'd say, no, that's, that's going to end your career, you know. I'm like, oh, career? Oh, oh, do I have a career? I guess I do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, I've never really thought career-minded sort of thinking. You know, it's really just what's the next project? What are we going to create? What are we going to make? And um, uh, it's been fun. But lately I have been able to sort of take stock of it and go, wow, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. And I'm looking forward to moving into the future um, as a solo artist. You know, and creating more solo projects. Um, so, this is the first um, in a while, and it'll be the first of let's hope many. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tempting this podcast because normally where I go, like I've joked with managers and PR people, I go, if someone wants to come and really just promote their thing, they're going to be really disappointed because we'll end up having such a great conversation about everything else that naturally we're like, oh, so that's where that's why this is happening right now and it it just naturally goes there and it's tempting for me to want to go all the way back to 1994 and the beginning of things come on but i kind of want to go into more 2008 and because you had stepped back from the newsboys and um yeah 2008 you stepped back from the band and what was sort of going through your mind in 2008 was there an oh crap what have i done moment or was there uh, a healthy anticipation of what, what God was going to do? Oh, no, I was excited. Um, and it was really 2000, the end of 2006, I basically said to the guys, hey, it's, okay. time, to, <clears throat> it's time to move on. And so it was 2007 when I was officially on my own. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I had a young family at the time, and I was really concerned about that. Just, I mean, you know... <laughs> How do I say it? Yeah, I, I remember there was a moment when I came home from being on the road and my little guy, he was like three and a half. And usually he'd come running to me, you know, Dad, you know, you're home, you know. And um, and this one day I, he, he, I came in the door and I was expecting him to just try and, you know, <coughs> grab a hold and knock me over with a hug. But he didn't. And he just sort of looked over his shoulder and he's like, hey, Dad, you know. Yeah. And I just started noticing that he was just expecting me to be gone. Wow. And he was slowly detaching, you know, and um, because he, he, and he's a time kid, he likes time, you know, and uh, it's one of his sort of love languages, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I realized, wow, if I just keep doing this, if I just keep coming home for a couple of days and then leaving for three or four or what have you, this is not going to go well. I'm going to sort of lose the allegiance of his heart, if you yeah. will, you know. And so, um, 
and my daughter as well. I just thought, you know, this is, I need to be home more. I need to take control of my schedule as well. When you're in a band like that, it's so fun. It's so fun, Josh. You know, you're doing all this cool stuff and you're hanging with these great guys and just doing, you know, living the dream, really. But, um, but you don't have much control of your life. Right. Uh, because the tour is booked, PR work is booked, interviews are booked, um, uh, you know, videos, photo shoots in the studio, it's all booked out and you are a part of the machine. And for a while, when you're a young man, you're really happy to be a part of this successful, wonderful machine. But then after a while, you grow up and you go, hang on, mm, maybe maybe it's time for me to step aside, do something different, see what, see what happens, take a risk. Um, and it wasn't a risk to be ambitious, you know, to go, I'm going to take on the world and become a solo artist. I'd already made solo projects. Yeah. Um, I just want, I wanted to do, honestly, I wanted to do a little more hands-on ministry type stuff too at that point. Um, get my, get my hands dirty a little bit. And so I got involved with a lot of, um, uh, youth conferences, teenage teen stuff. And, um, and that, that gave birth later on to Zealand, the band Zealand Worship. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you probably don't remember this because, you know, you've done so many events over the years, but we had met just briefly, like in like 2008 or something like that, oh, wow. um, in a runner van after doing an Acquire the Fire event together. Um, I oh, was cool. playing with a band called Esther Lynn at the time. You were there with Zealand yeah. and leading worship. Um, but I remember you're just, your demeanor was just chill. You were just <laughs> uh, happy to be there and serve and happy to go home. But but maybe speak to that sort of peace that you were just experiencing after after really just leaving everything that you had known behind to to step out into some new territory. Yeah, you know, Jesus talked about that um, to some degree when he was, um, you know, he was ministering to that woman at the well type, that whole story, and yeah. um, and the disciples were, weren't there, and they turned up, and they're like, Jesus, can we, um, you know, aren't you hungry, <laughs> basically? And he said, no, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, um, I've got to get the wording right, but basically... He was really satisfied because he just he just had this really cool encounter with this lady and been able to lead her into a new place and of 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 understanding and whatnot and um and it satisfied him. He was like, yeah, yeah, food would be cool, but no, I, I'm I'm good. And uh, so I think you're right. I think when you when you feel like you're in the right place doing the right stuff, um, yeah, it's it's easy. Uh, not to say there aren't struggles, man. I mean, I'm not. I don't have some kind of easy street life. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely work to be done, and you know. Uh, but yeah, I don't, know. I don't know how I don't know how to word that. I, I I think I'm really grateful. I'm just I don't know if I'm naturally a grateful person, but um, I try to stay as grateful as I can because mm-hmm. there's so much to be thankful for. Really, Josh, you know, the big stuff or the small stuff. Yeah, and everything we're experiencing right now, I think there's a lot to be grateful for. Um, yeah. You know, a, a pandemic has not stopped our ability to create, and not, and it's definitely not silenced uh, God's willingness to speak through music to us. Yeah, yeah. No, I think He wants us to clear the clutter so that we can hear things a little better. And there's been a lot of clutter, you know. And last year for me, <clears throat> oh my goodness, that was just—I mean, it was brutal. You know, people think, oh, you know, even some of my neighbors are like, oh, Phil, he must be—he must be set. You know, he wrote. He wrote some of those songs back in the day. He's probably just like, cha-ching, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just sitting back. You know, the checks are rolling in. That's not the case. It's not how it works. You know, remember, Christian music is a pretty, it's a limited sort of a small genre. And, um, uh, and you know, I so last year, I basically lost my job, you know, May, yeah. no, March 12th. Just got, we got sent home. 
and uh, you know, until further notice, boys, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch. And uh, the notice never really came. So for me, it was a little freaky. But um, my wife, you know, she's, I don't know, sometimes I just, I borrow her faith, you know, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. She, um, she says, get out, get out there, get out to the studio and work on these songs that you've been, um, that you wrote last year and uh, record them. And, I, and, and she knew that me being out in the studio without help <laughs> could be <laughs> could be tricky because I don't I don't know how to use all the buttons and all of the, the equipment and um, but she was like no I, be- I believe in you I believe that you can you can do this get out there and record these songs because they're important and um, so I did and it was really interesting you know just I definitely felt I was clearing the clutter and it was a purification process getting back to the simplicity of what it is I do writing songs and recording them and uh, but I think that's for a lot for a lot of people I hope even Maybe maybe 2020 for a lot of people actually caused a lot more clutter. Yeah. And maybe moving forward, um, it, I, I feel like people are starting to learn. Okay, I've got to clear aside some st- things. I need to I need to put what everything out on the table in my life, uh, and I need to sort of start deciding what it is I'm going to be putting my hand to, my attention to, my spend my time on, and my money on, what have you, um, because oh, I'm I'm breathing shallow, you know. And um, so, I, I, yeah, and I think some of this music will hopefully soundtrack some of that. I'm not trying to be a salesman on this project, but... Um, no, it, no, it, we went there naturally. Yeah, it feels weird to me, honestly, Josh. I'm like, wow, I wrote these songs 2019, 2020, recorded them, um, and I labored, really labored to try and get it worked out and and work and record them. And um, I got them to a place where I was really pleased, and, and they're coming out now. They just came out, and um, the, this record, and I feel like these songs are just kind of they're they're for yeah they're right on time well i think when you you know have these adversities that, that i think we're all facing you know, you losing yeah. essentially your job of touring and yeah um we can respond in different ways and maturity and time has taught us that um you know we've learned from mistakes we've made in the mm-hmm. past and and now when pandemic you know hit i i learned from the past of busyness to go Maybe I should really take some time and and do some soul work in yeah. this this time, you know. Yeah. But that but that is again from years of doing things the wrong way. Uh, when you look back at your journey now, yeah, where like where's a point? What's a decision? What's a moment in which you go? I wish I had the wisdom I have now to do that thing differently. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. I, I um, I know there was there was a. I guess there was a, a moment there when I, man, it's it's easy to take the shortcut, you know. It's easy to, um, yeah, it's easy to take the shortcut. And hmm. I just feel like God's a God of risk, you know. He loves risk. And um, not reckless risk, but just, man, when he's calling us to do stuff, we just we should just do it. You know, we should just do it and and let him figure out how to take care of some of the peripheral stuff. But if he's calling you to do things, I um, mean, and at different points, I've been too slow. Hmm. I've been slow to respond to his call or his sort of little nudge, you know, to go, come on, let's go, let's go do this. And um, or, uh, and I'll be like, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's cool. I don't know if that's safe. I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if it'll be successful. And then, you know, you have to sit back and go, what is cool? What is mm-hmm. safe and what is successful in the, in the, in in God's in kingdom understanding in not 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 worldly thinking you know I um, mean it's a whole different um, you know when we're thinking about yeah it's a whole different dynamic when you're talking about um, 
walking by faith and not by sight, you know, and I realize now looking back, I've, uh, I've been led into different spots to sort of take risks and, and really walk by faith, you know, and be challenged to just not look down, just keep going. Mm-hmm. And um, even last year, tough year, really, it was a, it was a challenging year. But but I read again this morning, um, twice uh, in, in the same passage, Jesus feeds the 5,000 and 4,000, you know, and it's like Matthew has to tell the story twice for the reader to get the understanding, oh, God takes care of us. He mm. will take care of us if we're, if we're faithful, if we walk by faith, not by sight. And so, um, yeah, I, 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 but that muscle gets, I think, worked out too. You know, you get stronger in this, in, in, in understanding. It's not a blasé thing. It's not like, oh, sit back, smoke a cigarette, God's going to take care of it. It's like, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. God knows, knows what he's doing. Um, we've given our lives to him. I've got to stop trying to take it back at different points and trying to take control because he knows how to provide for his kids because he's been doing it for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question or not. I probably took a little detour, but... Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's like the difference between sitting back and just going, don't worry, God's got it, I can just relax, versus having um, an active anticipation for what God is going to do f- for you yes. when you are going, I am... And I, I actually think that too often um, we, we have this false humility of going, no, I'm just going to let God do the work. Mm-hmm. But really... I think what we ought to do is have a aggressive anticipation yeah. of of where God wants us and what yes. wave we can ride. Yes, and I, and I think um, you know in that a lot of you know you talk about an aggressive anticipation. Part of that aggression, if you want to call it that, or that that fervor to hear from the Lord and to move in His in His will and His ways, and to allow Him to sort of open up different channels of provision. Um, in doing that and being in that place. Uh, often requires us taking very serious stock of where we are, what we're doing, the things that we're involving ourselves in, and generally, I would, you know, I, I would, I would say to people, hey, why don't you just start with with some of the things and the voices that you're allowing in? Start by taking a look at those and decide whether or not they're helpful or whether or not they're causing you to breathe shallow. Um, and and i.e., let's take a look at your social media intake. <laughs> you know, yeah, how many yeah. voices are you allowing? How much clutter is out there? How much just white noise is is jamming up the flow of of God, and 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 mm-hmm. is and is and is hindering you walking and experiencing that peace that's supposed to surpass understanding? You know, so yeah. get get back to the simplicity of going. All right, what have I got? What am I doing? What am I spending my time on? What voices am I listening to? How do I clear the clutter? And um, what do I need to get back to the simplicity of hearing from God? Because that's the voice you need to hear from. Um, yeah, but that takes a little bit of doing, soul work, as you said, yeah. you know. And but we have to be kind of deliberate about it. We've got to just actually go. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. it this time. I'm going to actually switch everything off. I'm going to take a day and actually ask the Lord to help me take stock of where I am. It's like the Genesis three nine stuff where God's walking through the garden and says, "Adam, where are you?" You know, He knows where He is. He knows where Adam is, but Adam needs to just step out and stop making excuses and say, "Here I am." Um, but he doesn't. He didn't. He just he blamed everyone else. You know, oh, it's, it's yeah, this, yeah. it's that. And and even now we're busy. It's very easy to blame the political situations that are going on, the COVID situations, the the the, the demonstrations, the, the the this, the that, the unemployment, the blah blah blah. This is what's challenging my peace. When God's saying, "Hey, I can I can be your peace in this." Stop making excuses. Mm-hmm. Stop looking everywhere else. I will be your peace, and I will allow, and it will surpass understanding. But it does yeah. take us actually entering into that 
like co-operating with him you know yeah and just look listening for his voice like yeah. you know i i think we have a lot i think as christians there's a lot of um a lot of times that we can respond um because we're just not asking the lord what his heart is for a situation yeah. um we we know what our reaction is um yes. but it's it's not always his heart and uh, I think that so good. I think that you know, <laughs> as as I look at like you know f- from a glance, look at the industry, uh, this you know Christian mm. music industry that you've been a part of for many years. There's a lot of voices and a lot of mm. people saying to focus on this and do this. And who are some voices though, like outside of negative ones? But who are the positive voices in the industry that have called you to a deeper understanding of God and a deeper understanding of ministry and family oh wow i don't know um i don't know if i can answer that one because i'm i feel like i'm stepping away from the industry yeah i feel like i'm like even even with this project i don't mention god i think actually there's a quote there's a jf quote quote jfk quote on the last song and he mentions um he mentions god he mentions scripture but other than that um uh i i i i didn't want this record to be a ccm record yeah i wanted it to be a um oh i mean you know my kids my kids they uh their 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 faith is forming you know right. my daughter's 20 my, my my son's 16 their faith is forming and and some of these voices uh especially in ccm to them it's, those voices aren't speaking to where they are in their faith yeah. journey and and it's it's ringing a little untrue and it's ringing a little bit dishonest and so they're backing away from that type of music they're listening to other music in other places not to say uh that's not necessarily a a good thing i don't know it is what it is Mm -hmm. and i believe that this next generation coming through they're just wanting authenticity they're wanting voices of 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 hope and of um of of compassion and empathy and concern and they're concerned about issues like the climate um, uh, like uh, global warming, they're concerned with issues of um, uh, racial unit, you yeah. know, unity, um, all kinds of things that that for some reason we in the church have not been on the forefront of racing to throw our arms around some of these issues and say, how can we help? How can we serve? Because it's not about us. Yeah. It's about you. It's about the next generation coming through. And so I... Um, I, this new project is listed as under alternative on iTunes and Spotify and all that sort of stuff because uh, I'd like to sort of reach out beyond our CCM walls a little bit um, and I'm not trying to I don't know I don't know if I can speak to what's going on in CCM type world but and I know maybe many of your listeners sort of love it and have derived a lot of hope and, and, and it soundtracked a lot of cool stuff in their lives but um, I feel that the Lord's the Lord's kind of just rattling that machine a little bit, giving it a bit of a shake through this 2020 period and into 2021, because we're still not out of the woods yeah. yet, you know, in regard to touring and all of that sort of stuff. Everyone's, um, you know, this, 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 this COVID thing, it's not, um, it's not playing by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the calendar changed, but, but it didn't. So we don't, I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think you're speaking right to where my heart's at too. And the reason I started this podcast is because I'm a pastor first and I care more about someone's journey than I care about their newest K-Love single. Yeah. No offense, K-Love, and no offense to people who have singles on there. But, um, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, Love the work they do. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and I find it very encouraging. Other times there's something else mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm looking for. But, you know, when I, when I think about the machine of CCM yeah. or, or yeah. Christian music or whatever we call it, and I think about a band that, that really w- could be defined as part of that machine, like a thing that just keeps on going, just keeps on chugging and, 
and keeps finding new ways to just to keep going. I, I do think of the Newsboys, and, and in some ways, maybe I, I almost think of the Newsboys as like the poster child for for CCM and the CCM industry. So, so how do you put where your heart's at with the mission of Newsboys, and um, yeah. and and how do you prevent yourself from being yeah. caught back up in the you know quote unquote CCM machine? Oh, it's a great question, and I'm like debating. I'm sitting here going, "Ooh, should I answer this one honestly?" <laughs> of course, I'll answer it honestly, Josh. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it it can be, it can be, and um, you know, here's the deal, man. You know, I got I got a kid in college. I got another one on the way to college, and um, hey, I got bills. You yeah. know, I got concerns. Um, and the Newsboys United thing has been great. We've been touring consistently, and it's been paying my bills and keeping and encouraging people. Keeping think, yeah, and encouraging people. It's been doing a good work, honestly. I, I I was very excited to be involved in it because I think it sort of re-inspired a number of people, you know, and maybe in your sort of age stage demographic, you know, to have a little moment of nostalgia that would sort of look back and feel good, and then and then spur them on, you know, into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and help them remember. Now that was real, you know. That, that was real. God moved, and I and I felt, you know, new things and whatnot. So it was a good work. Um, but there's definitely there was definitely the temptation to get stuck there a little bit. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. It's not stuck, but like to rest in it, you know, to rest in it and go, oh, okay, this is. Um, and and I think 2020 happening was a good thing for me. It kind of it shook my shoulders a little bit. It's like, no, keep creating, keep making music, keep writing, keep creating, keep moving forward. Um, and, um, and I'm still moving forward with Newsboys United. You know, we've got touring, we've got dates on the calendar and I'll still yeah. be doing those if Lord willing, fingers crossed. Um, but, uh, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's been an interesting time period for me to kind of just challenge, be challenged to not get stale. Yeah, to not get just comfortable. Yeah, and it can be easy to get comfortable when you're in a, in a situation that is is working. You know. Well, I think that's that's interesting. I think it's it's we can both speak to it from music and the church. I think right. the church has taken for granted for years that people just keep showing up every Sunday, and sometimes they're not yeah, even sure yeah. why they're showing up. They're just it's what you do. Yeah. And I think, you know, in the Christian music industry, the Newsboys come to town or Winter Jam comes to town. You just go. That's just what you do. You you go every year. Yeah. And and yeah. I wonder if this pause is going to allow people facilitating those environments to go, why are we doing this? And yeah. um, how do we really reevaluate uh, what we define as success, failure, uh financial yeah. wins, spiritual wins. Like, you know, it's it's all good introspective thing. To, and I have no opinion of it other than to say they're good mm-hmm. questions to ask. They are good questions to ask, aren't they? Because the, the, the big question is, are we are we busy um, creating and padding out our own, like, little subculture here? Or are we wanting to look outside and embrace the culture, you know, and, and reach the culture with good news, with hope, with yeah. this peace we're talking about that surpasses all understanding, not... Not anger, not fists, you know, open hands. So what does that look like? Um, you know, we all like to feel, we all want to feel safe. We want to feel comfortable. Um, but maybe it's challenging us a little bit um, in, in those places of perceived safety and comfort. What Are, are they serving us or, or, is it, or is it about serving others? So, yeah, interesting time to be alive. We talked a little bit about your kids and some of the questions they're asking about the environment on racial issues and some of the things that we're facing in society today. 
And whether it be those things or sexuality or mental health issues or, or what have you, mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of people willing to speak into the lives of people within the church if the church is not going to speak about it. Yeah, and there's a, there are a lot of, gosh, people's stories are so complex, aren't they? And, um, yeah. and they've been through so much. And we just, all we see is what we see. We see face value. We see what have you. And we decide that we've got everything figured out and, and we put them in a box. And um, oftentimes that box is outside of our church walls. We're yeah. going to say, hey, I don't know what your story is. I don't know where you come from. I don't know what you're going through. I don't even know how you identify yourself and, and what you, you're involved in or what have you. I, I just, look, I don't, I don't even care about your politics. All I know is I love you. I love mm-hmm. you and I want to embrace you and, um, and, and help you in, in this, as you walk this planet out, uh, walk, walk this life out on this planet. How can I, how can I help? That's honestly, I think, you know, I don't, I don't need to, yeah. And, and, and you want to open up, you want to tell me your story, you want to, you know, great. But let's, first and foremost, I just want you to know that I love you. And I would just love for, you know, for believers to be seen and heard as that. That would be the loudest voice. We don't know who you yeah. are, what you do, where you come from. We don't have to understand every facet of your life. We're not here to judge. We're here to embrace you and love you and love you well. Um, gosh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, I think, you know, it's it's interesting, too, because I think believers get afraid of of either it's it's like they're afraid to to show that side because they're worried that other believers will say that you're not standing for truth. And um, right. and I think it creates this this mean cycle that isn't so interesting how you're more scared of people that you're in family with. Yeah, yeah. Then you yeah. are about. Um, seeing other people never getting yeah. to know the person of Jesus, right, right, and we're not, we're not, we're not here. We're not meant to be the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we're yeah. not. We've got quite, this quite simple little task, you know. And again, we get it, make it so complicated. Um, we really do overcomplicate things and jump to conclusions and. Yeah, and we become afraid. You're so right. Man, if I embrace this person, if I love on this person, if I if I have this person over for dinner, if I associate with them, what yeah. am I, you know, what are they going to think? Oh my goodness. I mean, Jesus did that the whole time and that's exactly what happened. The Pharisees like, do you see who he's eating with? He's eating with Matthew. Dirty Matthew. And then all these other Matthew's tax collector friends and these, you know, it's it's wild. Um the example he led for us, he just invited them in, loved on them, and um, and obviously wanted them to to experience you know new levels of truth. But uh, first and foremost, I think um, he let them feel they felt safe, didn't mm-hmm. they? They felt safe and they felt seen. And um, there must have been something about Jesus, man, when he was walking around, thousands of people flocking to him. Not just to see a miracle, not just to see something fancy happen, but they must have felt something different. What do they feel? Yeah. You know, I wish, man, and that's the felt. I just believe they felt valuable, felt seen, felt understood somehow. Um, yeah. Was there, you know, ever a thought in your mind that as you come out with this record, was there ever a thought in your mind that going, okay, if I if I step out of the CCM world. What what if they reject me? What what if they don't support me now because I've I've decided to 
uh, yeah. try and go quote unquote secular. Like, <laughs> fear of being misunderstood. Was there a fear of being misunderstood for your motive? Yeah. 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 There still is a little bit of a concern. <laughs> <At different>. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I don't know. I'm kind of over it. I really am um, because, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I, my kids, my kids have a big influence on me, you know, in, in some ways because their hearts and their peers, are just, they're so important and they're just, they want to know that, that people of faith can care about people of other faiths. They want to know that people of our faith can, can love people who are different, who are, um, who even oppose their views. They want to. They also want to know that people of faith, our faith in particular, can um, embrace environmental issues and become better stewards of the planet. Um, and 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 they are sick and tired of of people in the church politicizing all of these issues and ostracizing yes. and pushing people aside as opposed to embracing. And this generation are not. They're not going to put up with it. They're not going to put up with it. They're going to walk. Um, and hopefully they'll walk with their faith intact um, and continue to follow Jesus um, because Jesus' example is the best there is. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's why. Um, but th- that's why I feel like you know I got to take a few risks here and I got to just I've got to say what I need to say and put these songs out and just um, uh, in, in hopes that it will encourage some different hearts maybe that are ready to hear these types of things. But. Um, yeah, I mean it's not it's not an offensive record by any means. There's nothing like no, of course, of blatantly course. awful on it. But um, when you sort of read read and listen between the lines, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, instantly it's funny. You talk about the environment. You talk about religion and other religions, and um, instantly it, it I in my head it it becomes political. So I go, mm-hmm. well, if I embrace what those if if I embrace what the people. The the let's for lack of better words the environmental people yeah are saying or their beliefs then I have then does that mean I have to embrace their other beliefs on other issues and right. other things and then we get into this fear that ends up making us sit on different sides of the table about conversations mm-hmm. we haven't even had yet right and really realistically we talk about this table there's not really even a table no one's coming to the table because we're staying in our off in our little corners on these. And this is breeding yeah. cow. This is breeding cowards and um, and, and loners. Yeah. And uh, but when we really, you know, how can you how can you hate someone that you know? When you know someone, they may think really differently to you. But if you can reach out and, and actually get to know someone, it's very hard to. Um, you can't dehumanize them. Right. You can say I don't agree with everything that you know at all. If we're going to have these discussions. But I still love you and and respect your humanity, and um, you have a right to walk this planet just like I do, you know. <laughs> and uh, let me help you, not let me hinder you, you know, and condemn you. So, uh, so with that said, you know, like, how do we overcome this <clears throat> culture of offense that we have? Because mm. it seems that we we get so, and uh, I don't even want to say offended, but but someone else's beliefs that are so different than us. How do we live in this way, in a way of being less uh, on edge and less offensive? Maybe it is just turning off our phones and starting to sit with each other more. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where, that's a good place to start. And just realizing every human being on this planet is created in the image of God. 
fearfully, wonderfully made, Psalm 139 stuff, you know. Um, and God knows them and loves them just as much as he knows us and loves us. But somehow we feel like, no, because I feel like I've aligned myself with this, with with his will and his ways, then he must love and, and approve of me a whole lot more than that person. But but when you start seeing other people as, as you know, beautiful, fearfully, wonderfully made creations that, that God loves, then... Um, then it's very hard to 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 hate them, you know. Yeah, it's hard to hate. I can't hate someone. That, I can't hate someone that that God created if I see them through that lens. Um, yeah, I don't have to like and, and adhere to their behavior and sort of and and whatnot. But um, and you're not responsible for their I'm behavior. I'm not responsible. Like, that's that's the thing that we're not responsible. I'm not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, that's I'm, not our responsibility. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, um, I think I really hope that, that that things will sort of tone down a little bit in the next little while, and we'll be able to maybe have more conversations that are a little more civilized um, with people who yeah. don't agree when we don't agree with one another. But initially, I think challenging ourselves to understand every human being walking this planet is a beautiful creation created by the Creator, and in order to create the in order to honor our Creator, we have to. Uh, care for his creation and that means the planet and that means these beautiful little people that are roaming around it these seven billion little little ants <laughs> i'm one of them yes exactly well before before we talk a little bit more about the record because um, time is just flying by here as uh as someone who's coming up to 10 my wife and i are coming up 10 years married uh next week and i i think you've been married 25 or are you coming up to 25 in in uh, what in eighteen days we'll have our twenty twenty fifth wedding anniversary? Yeah, we'll be here in New Zealand. No way! Yeah, amazing. I know. So, so what is one thing? What is one thing your wife has taught you? Um, well, many things. Yeah. The answer to say is everything. She's taught me everything. Right. Uh, but what's one thing she's taught you that has has changed the way that um, Phil Joel gets up in the morning and lives his life? One thing she's taught me that that's changed the way I get up and live my life. Um, that she's always right. <laughs> no, no way. She, she's in the background listening to you. I <laughs> yeah, guess. she is. Yeah, look, look, she won't want me to do this, but look, there she is. Ta-da! Yeah. Hi. Hey. <laughs> that's not what. That's not what I taught him. It's not what she's taught. <laughs> yeah. Um. Gosh, I don't know. Um. Well, I'll tell you this. Early on in our marriage, we came up with this rule. It's called the hundred percent rule. And it meant, and I think it became about when we started sort of um, shopping for furniture, you know, and, and it might have started with a couch where, you know, I, we walked into the furniture store and I'm like, look at that couch. That's the one. <laughs> and she'd be like, ah, I'm not sure about that. And because in that moment, you know, of decision, uh, I could definitely stay there and sort of try and talk her into it and just pile it on. But don't you understand? Can't you see this and all that, you know? Um, and so we, we, we came up with this idea. Uh, this rule like if I'm a hundred if I'm a hundred percent in uh, in order to move forward she has to be a hundred percent in too and these are definitely for things of consequence you know um, yes yeah um, so so if I don't like that if she doesn't like that couch I, I, I'm not going to stop and try and talk her into it and then we end up buying it and then later on she resents me because I talked her into it you know right yeah so the hundred percent rule has been a really good one for us it's like and, you know, and I know that, you know, even in the church we have these, well, this is man's role and woman's role. I'm like, you know what, whatever. 
I just, I just, I want to know what you think, baby. I want to know. I want you to be a hundred percent in, because if you're not a hundred percent in, then, um, then let's keep looking. Let's keep moving. Yeah, and that's that served us really well. Well, and it sounds like she was a hundred percent in on you making this record, and and the record's called Better Than I Found It. Yes. Did did making this record um, take even just a little convincing on her part for you to to want to just say, okay, I'm going to jump all in? Because starting a record, not finishing it, is a very like depressing feeling yeah well no she um she yeah she was all she was all in she pushed me out into the studio really she was like get out there record these songs and um <clears throat> at different points on in the journey i would struggle and i'd be like oh, i don't exactly know what to do with this song how do i capture it and she'd come out and she'd say hey just calm down <laughs> just make art yeah. just make art that's what you're called to do mm. and i'm like okay and so she'd go back inside and yeah, I'd be all good. calm down and I'd do that. Yeah, and I think making art as opposed to sort of coming up with some sort of agenda as to how to deliver a message, it's like, no, just make art. Make it as poetic as possible. Make it as beautiful as possible. And that's honoring the craft and honoring God and um, and just see where it goes from there. And, uh, yeah, so no, she's my she's my backbone, man. She's it. Man, I love I love hearing that. And like I said, I had a chance to listen to a few tracks off the record better than I found it. And it's out now. It's on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, Amazon, YouTube, if you're cheap. <laughs> but you can go find it and listen to it and engage with it. And uh, I, I want to just say I love the heart in which you're doing this record with. And, and please, if you can... Um, on social media, why don't you go share something uh, positive and uplifting today, uh, like this record, and let people hear it? Oh, thanks, Josh. That's kind, man. Well, um, hey, did you one last note? Did you did you get a chance to watch the music video for Sailing Speed? I have not, but Ooh. we will put a link for that in the uh, in yeah. our show notes. We'll yeah. make sure we put a link for that as well. I'll, Do that. I'll go, I'll Do go that. watch it. My wife, my wife directed it, and my daughter edited it, and my son acted in it you'll just have to figure out which actor my son is and my dog starred in it amazing so it's like a, a true quarantine family adventure absolutely yes amazing well hey i'm gonna let you pick uh the songs we always close podcasts with a song Ooh. um what should it should it be sailing speed is that the song we should close with yeah you could close with that and then um yeah, that'd be cool. And, you know, feel free to play any songs. Give me a second one. Um, maybe all... Give me a second one. May- second favorite. Okay, well, maybe All Right. I mean, All Right is the last song on there, but it'll definitely kind of encapsulates a lot of what we've just been talking about. So let's let's roll with that. Killer. I love it. Well, this is... Uh, right now is going to be Sailing Speed here by Phil Joel right here on Overflow Beyond the Music. Check it out. Simple life. Sailing speed Not so fast Yeah, that's what I need Feel like I know Thanks for checking out today's episode of Overflow Beyond the Music. For past episodes and more information about Overflow Ministries Group, visit overflowbtm.com. 